Friends, we conclude our Advent series today, an unlikely Advent. And our theme is when God shows up. So turn now with me to the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 20. And I invite you to pull out your electronic devices, an old-fashioned paper Bible. I see one in the fuse there. Or um, to turn in your, your worship guide or on the screens with me as we go to the Gospel of Luke. Now, we've been in Matthew most of this series. We started in Luke and we're ending in Luke. And we know that in Matthew, we encounter mostly a toddler Jesus. But in Luke, we encounter the baby infant Jesus who is born in Bethlehem. This is where we get the story of the census and Mary and Joseph traveling from their home, which is supposed, supposed to be Nazareth, and traveling to the city of David called Bethlehem, because that's what, that was his hometown. And there, Mary went into labor. With the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But there was no room for them to have a proper hotel stay. Now, you guys know that The Golden Girls is one of my favorite television shows. And in one of my favorite episodes of The Golden Girls, they all go to Rose's Lutheran Church to serve Christmas dinner. And Rose asked her priest, Now, why didn't Mary and Joseph call ahead for reservations? Well, we know there was no such thing as a phone then. There certainly wasn't a reservation system. It was first come, first serve, and as the prophets had told us. So Mary gave birth to their firstborn son, and they wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place in the guest room. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. Now in that same region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. 
you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. Praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O oh Lord, take us to Bethlehem. And there let us see the Christ child. And there, O oh God, let us stand in amazement at what we see. And help us, O oh God, to return from there glorifying and praising God for the gifts that this Christ child brings and for the gift that this Christ child is. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. And hide this, your servant, behind that old rugged cross so that everything that is said and everything that is heard comes straight from you, O oh God. This is your servant prayer. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. An unlikely advent when God shows up. This week, the headlines hit me like a ton of bricks. Christmas is canceled in Bethlehem. What? How can that be? The headline was accompanied by pictures of the nativity that was covered in rubble and... The unusual overflowing church of the nativity, eerily empty. Mary, you can put up those pictures. The, the headlines said that Christmas is canceled and the nativity scene in the Lutheran church inside the church of nativity in Bethlehem just challenges us. 
And then we see an empty church of the nativity. We see an empty church that is usually overflowing with people. Overflowing with people who have come to the place where Jesus was born and come to the place to see where the newborn king was held. But empty? Christmas canceled? Has it all boiled down to this? Have we come to a place where the world has overcome the light? Have we come to a place where war and genocide have overcome love and peace? Where hope is no more and joy has ceased? Is Christmas really canceled? I've been to Bethlehem several times. The last time was November. 13th, 2022. It was a different experience than I've had ever before. Instead of taking the bus that we were on into the West Bank in Palestine, outside of the gates, we got on a different bus with a different tour guide and armed guards got on our bus. This has never happened before. Usually, you get to the checkpoint, the, the border patrol comes and gets on the bus and makes sure that everybody is who they say they are. They check passports and you just keep on going. But this time, change in personnel, change in the ride, change insecurity. And then something happened that I absolutely did not expect. Our host from the American Jewish Committee, they also got off the bus. They tried to make it seem like everything was okay. Say, oh, we've been there a million times. We'll catch up with you when we Come back. And even as we approached the gates, one of our hosts took his head covering off his head as not to be identified as a Jewish person. You see, there had been a stabbing the day before. 
just a mile or two from where we pulled over. And Israelis were targeted and killed. And so it was no longer safe for Jewish people to go into Palestine. And it was becoming increasingly more dangerous for the few Palestinians who have passports and work permits to come into Israel. Christmas is canceled. We pulled up to the Church of the Nativity, Mary, and you see the, the cross in the sky. And the sun was starting to set. And the bells in the bell tower were ringing. And all of a sudden, it felt like maybe, just maybe, there may be some sense of normalcy here. But you see, that bell tower, it marks division. It marks that there are several different churches inside that one building because even the people who adored the Christ child cannot get along in Bethlehem. Christmas is canceled. And then when you get inside, there are usually these long lines and you go from church to church to see different things. And if you want to see where the baby Jesus was born, you almost have to get on your knees, Dr. Bob, to, to, to crawl in. They lowered the door headers so that nobody could steal the beautiful stars that mark the birthplace of the Christ. Christmas is canceled. And they're beautiful mosaics that show you the, the scenes of the Christmas story. This one shows a map that marks the place of Bethlehem. And if you look up, it's my left-hand corner. You can see how far Jerusalem is from Bethlehem and where the shepherds would have been in the shepherd's field when the angels came to see them. And then you see another with one of the shepherds holding the baby Jesus and kneeling over where they laid him. It's not like that in Bethlehem right now. The square is empty. The tree was not put up this year. 
Almost no one is in Bethlehem. It's quiet. And the people have not come to adore the baby Christ. You see, most Christians, and especially most American Christians, are uneducated about Israel and Palestine and the history that prevails in that place. Most of us didn't know until just now that Bethlehem is in Palestine. And we didn't know that Palestine is the birthplace of Jesus the Christ. We didn't understand that when we bomb God's people, whether it is in Israel or in Palestine, there are the people of God called Christian, the brothers and sisters, called Christian, Arab, Muslim, Palestinian, Israeli, American, whatever. Everybody's there together. And so we have headlines like Christmas is canceled. But the headline begs the question, what is Christmas? My email is probably like yours, flooded with last minute sale offers, e-gift card suggestions, curbside pickup availability until 4 p.m. today. The television commercials are longer than the actual program segments. And my social media feeds are overwhelmed by ads and gift suggestions. All of this to suggest that Christmas is an epic festival of the pursuit of the perfect gifts for everyone we know. All of this makes Christmas seem like an ordinary and likely annual occurrence that stretches us beyond our means and beyond our capacity. Yet, the gospel the good news proclaims that this is not indeed Christmas. That the Christmas that is announced in the Gospel of Luke cannot be canceled by anything or anyone. That Christmas transcends the bad news of war. That Christmas is above any human situation and prevails over any human failure. How do we know? The Christmas story is, is as unlikely as it comes. 
If we were to write a story about a newborn king, I'm sure it would not start in a place that has been wracked with poverty and war, that has been told that it is not important in the world, a place where all of God's people come together and yet they don't speak to each other and yet they don't get along. The Christmas story is as unlikely as a royal sea that we can imagine. The census. Even the census doesn't make sense. That there is no reason that Mary and baby Jesus would be with Joseph to go sign a piece of paper that says, yes, I'm still alive. The travel. Historians suggest that they didn't even have to go to the census in Bethlehem. They would have just signed up in Nazareth where they were. The scene. The baby laying in the manger. Because there was no room for them in the inn. The scene we saw with the cow hanging over. The shepherds and Mary and Jesus, Mary and Joseph watching the other shepherd. It's all as unlikely as stories come. And what about the shepherds themselves? What do you know about shepherds? Shepherds are, well, y'all, they stink. When we were driving through Palestine, you, you could see an ordinary shepherd on the side of the road with his sheep. And, and you see all around him rubble and disaster where things used to exist. And this is a year ago before things are happening right now. And you see him and he, he, he's shepherding. Once you're a shepherd, you're always a shepherd, Dr. Bob. He, he's got a walking cane with his sheep. Shepherds don't sleep much. They work at night a lot. They don't see their families very often. Because they're out in the fields taking care of the things that help keep their families alive. In this day and time, and, and then shepherds were, well, they were among the lowest of the low. They were not respected. They would have lived below the poverty level, and they do today. It's not likely that shepherds would receive the most important news to ever hit the earth. 
And yet, while the shepherds were shepherding in the field in the middle of the night, all by themselves, the angels showed up out of nowhere on a usual, ordinary day, a usual, ordinary night when things were just going the way they go and the shepherds were minding their own business. The angels show up. And, and the Bible says, and with them, the heavenly host. <laughs> What's the heavenly host? People who are hanging out in heaven. And stars and moons and all kinds of things. They all show up to the shepherds. And they are terrified. That's what happens to us, right? We are terrified when the unlikely happens to us. We don't know what to do with the unlikely, and our first response is fear. And so the first word of the angels is, do not be afraid. I've come to tell you that God has shown up. <laughs> I've come to bring you good news. I've come to tell you it's time to praise the Lord because the best thing on earth has happened. It's all so unlikely. It's all so much like God. The old hymn puts it this way. It says, love came down at Christmas. Love all lovely, love divine. Love was born at Christmas. Star and angels gave the sign. Worship we the Godhead. Love incarnate, love divine, worship we our Jesus, but wherewith for a sacred sign. Love shall be our token. Love be yours and love be mine. Love to God and others. Love for plea and gift and sign. The angels and the heavenly hosts all proclaimed glory to God in the highest heaven on earth. Peace among those whom he favors. The shepherds return to their field after laying their eyes on this Jesus. They return praising and glorifying God. And they don't do it because things are good. Don't miss that. They don't do it, Ruby, because things are going their way. They don't do it because they got all the gifts that were on the list. They don't do it because everybody was happy with them. They don't do it because things are easy. They don't do it because there is a lack 
of conflict. They do it because God showed up. And nothing, absolutely nothing can stop God from showing up. Not census, not war, not death. The word is do not be afraid because God has shown up. Nobody can cancel Christmas. It can't be done. Because the gift of the Christ child is for us even right now. That's the word of the Lord. No need to be afraid. Because perfect love casts out fear. And it's love Sunday. And the love of Jesus Christ eliminates fear for us. Because when God shows up, no matter what, Three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. Love cannot be canceled. Christmas cannot be canceled. The Lord will always show up because God is Emmanuel, God with us. So at the end of the day, in spite of everything going on, no matter what, the greatest of these is love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.